0: Welcome to Awards Radar, the podcast. A weekly discussion of the awards races, Hollywood news, and the films you should have on your radar. Here's your host, Joey Magidsen. All right. Pencils down. Turn in your notes. We're we're ready to roll. Oscar ballots are in as of an hour ago. So we're gathered here for the new episode of the podcast to talk about what we're going to be seeing and hearing on Tuesday. So... Uh, last week was a predictions episode. This one is too, uh, and a lot of your questions. So, consider it a uh, awards heavy awards radar podcast. Um, once again
1: with Miles. Hey there. We don't always do awards heavy episodes of this awards radar podcast, but this is going to be one. Oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll find something to do with Miles doing a cancelable voice. Eventually, we'll get back <laughs> to that. Appreciate you.
0: Yes. And Steve is back. I'm back. It's official. <laughs> We, we expect you to be twice as excited because of the week off. I am. I'm twice as alive.
2: I'm alive! Oh, you can hear it.
0: Oh, no. Two alive. Two alive. Um, Obviously, Mark Johnson uh, sat in last week, and he'll be back soon. Um, but this week, was just the three of us, we're going to do our, well, in Miles and Steve's case, their final predictions. Mine, I, uh, they're final-ish. I still have to give them a once-over, but we'll talk about that. Um. We have a whole bunch of questions that have been building up that I want to get to, one of which we've been saving for a couple weeks. We'll do quickly. Um, Ryan McDermott did um, Steve's top 10 of last year versus the year Uh, before this year. So I want to do that quickly. So let's power through these because Ryan alone has three questions. Um, First up, number 10, Parallel Mothers or Riders of Justice or The Assistant because I guess you had ties. Yes, I said a tie.
2: Um. Mm All right, well, Miles. Go yeah, first. good. I get to think about this one. Okay.
1: Well, let me tell you, my list w- list would have definitely looked different if I knew we could do ties. Um, out of these, we can't, by the way. Oh, so I, I snuck it in. Eh. <laughs> um, well, out of these three, I've only seen Riders of Justice, but I freaking loved Riders of Justice. It was on my top ten, so that's a no brainer for me.
2: Fair enough. It's a tough one. That's a great number ten. Uh, You know, I'm gonna go Riders of Justice as well. Uh, but if you, uh, Miles, I highly recommend just just for the the sound design alone uh, and the assistant and uh, I forget the name of the actor. He plays Tom on uh, Succession. Uh, his scene is fantastic. Oh, the the human resources Yes. Oh, oh, I think
1: I've seen yeah, that yeah. scene actually. Is it uh, uh, Mcfadden? Yes. Is, is that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Matthew yeah. Matthew Mcfadden yeah. yeah yeah Mr. Darcy. Yeah.
2: yeah. The, uh, Where he's
0: like, well, wh- what do you want me to do? Oh, kind of, It's so yeah.
2: disgustingly slimy. It's like, it's so real. And yeah, but all three are great. Uh, I'm going to go with the writers. I think uh, it's underseen, under discussed, and let's keep bringing it yeah. up. And maybe next year they'll have last year's Oscar award that wasn't talked about award that they added, I think. Oh,
0: no. Next, next year you'll have the uh, American version. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for the casting on that just so you guys can be visibly upset. Uh, I'm going to go the assistant here. Huh? Uh, That's they're, they're Good options. I think the assistant stays for you a little longer. It was funny, though, a couple weeks ago, I guess three weeks ago, I don't remember, in the internet world, you guys know when I post about this, when I did some Q&As for the, the documentary Who We Are, the... Um, Sony Pictures' head, Michael Barker, came to one of them and was chatting with me and just wanted to know, you know, what did I what did I like this year and stuff. You know, he, he was fishing for a parallel Mothers compliment, and we were talking about it. And let me tell you, that's a movie I think is solid, and I think she's very good, Penelope Cruz. Interview on the site, by the way. Um, but it is weird talking to the head of a studio about how, like, no, your movie's fine. I I liked other ones better, though. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a tightrope, put it that way. But yeah, I'm going with
1: The Assistant. Number nine. Nine Days or Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? Hmm. So these are both movies that I wanted to like a bit more than I did. Uh, Ma Rainey, I think is primarily memorable for Chadwick Boseman's performance, but very much suffers from the movie that feels like a play syndrome. Mm -hmm. Um, Nine Days has some great stuff in it and some great ideas and some unbelievably good performances. But as uh, Steve and I talked about on our radar review. It had some world building issues that kept me at arm's length from it. Uh, but given the two choices, I would go with nine days. All
2: right. Steve. Yeah. Uh, my Rainey. I don't know if it'd make my top 10 of last year. Still, it's one that I enjoyed, you know, recency bias, I think. Uh, and it's still, it's got a lot of qualities that are, are worth, you know, uh, praising, but Nine Days is a film that I think if it comes up in a, in a conversation, I will recommend it to somebody much more uh, just because there's some really creative moments and I, I love some of the performances and I think it's just something that's more consumable. Um, so I'm going to go with Nine Days.
0: Cool. Um, I'm going to go Ma Rainey, but it is with sort of an asterisk because I haven't revisited it yet, yet. and I, I do wonder what happens when I revisit mm. it. So that one, I think to that end, could change. For now, it's that, but like for me that's easily what it, That's
2: change. what it was, though. It feels like it's a one-time, and I don't think I'm going to revisit it. Um.
0: Um, there's another one on this list that we're certainly going to have a similar conversation about shortly. Um, but first, number eight, The Killing of Two Lovers or Dick Johnson is Dead?
1: I haven't seen either, so I have to abstain. You would definitely like Dick Johnson. That's what I've heard. <laughs>
2: mm. I'm going with The Killing of Two Lovers. Uh, again, you know, one of the things I, I brought up already is sound design, which is something that I'm, I'm appreciating more and more. I've always appreciated it, appreciated it, but um, lately the way that uh, the sound artists are being more involved with the storytelling is uh, really impresses me. And The Killing of Two Lovers, that's just one part of, of what I love about the film. So I'm going with that.
0: Hmm. I'm going Dick Johnson is Dead. Um, it's a great documentary. Mm-hmm. And it also just makes me think of uh, the the filmmaker, Christian Johnson. And I had a really good conversation at the time that is still on the site, I believe. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a movie that especially if you have lost a loved one or, you know, feel strongly about someone who is closer to the end than the beginning, there's a, there's a lot there. And uh, yeah, I think for that sort of emotional quotient, it, it got me. Number seven, Pig or Mank. Mank, speaking of movies that I wonder what will happen if I ever do watch it a second time.
1: Yeah, we kind of talked about this last week because Mank was on my list. Or not last week, I think the week before. Two weeks ago. Uh, Yeah, where Mank was on my list, but uh, it definitely falls into that category of I don't know that it would still make the list if I were to sort of reconsider it. Um, But... um, I just blanked. What was the other? Oh, pig. Yeah. Pig. Yeah. Pig is fantastic. Pig has one of Nicolas Cage's best recent performances. It's a movie that really stuck with me. It narrowly missed my own top 10 list. Uh, so that would be my choice.
2: Yeah. Mank would uh, be off the radar again. This one would probably slip off. I, I actually would like to revisit last year and see what my new top 10 would be if I, uh, with fresher eyes or yeah. older eyes, I guess. I get it. Um, but yeah, I'm going Pig all the way.
0: Uh, I'll go Pig as well. I, I miss it. I still liked Mank a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I suspect it would still have made my top ten. But yeah, I think I think watching it a second time just feels like work in a way that it doesn't the first time. Because, you, you know, you're watching the new film from a master filmmaker and what can happen. But I think kind of like knowing how the sausage is made, for lack of a better word, it, it, it takes something away. Uh, pig I did watch a second time and... Well, it doesn't, I think, hit you as hard the second time. You can kind of appreciate the meal, if that makes sense. Like you're watching it differently the second time. So I'm going pig without without a question.
2: I agree. I watched it twice and I yeah. I felt the same, but I uh I there's there's a lot there. And hmm. and, and Nick Cage um, is just part of it. That's you know, if it wasn't totally. Nick Cage, I think I I, I wonder where if it would have gotten the attention it did, uh, because his performance is fantastic. I mean, it depends
0: who's in it. Depends who's in it. I think there's a you know I think a bigger actor probably doesn't take the role, and I think a, a lesser actor probably doesn't make an impact. Though I do want, I would hope that you know uh, a guy who works just to work who would take that role would still add something, but probably not. I'd love to see it. Like, like a, I'm sure a if, Bradley Cooper take it, I think I think he's too big. I think I think the example I was thinking of, and then I want to keep going because yeah, we have a lot of questions. To, no, no, it's it's a good thing. I think the way it could work and the way it wouldn't work. The way it wouldn't work. Bruce Willis. No. Because, <laughs> you know, like the guy who would just take a role because it was there, he would sleepwalk through it and it would suck. Whereas I would say another guy who takes a lot of roles just to work, a John Cusack, might have been able to make it work. Yeah, It's a good call. You know – Because I think you have Cage. Cage and Cusack are m-
1: more alike than you think. Oh, no, I see it. What are you going to say, Miles? So while yeah. I, along those same lines, somebody who sort of works a lot just to work but I think has that quality – um that they could bring to it like a Christopher Walken. Yeah. Yeah. Like to so, I think he of, might be a little old he now. He might be a little old now. Maybe Christopher Walken like 10 20 years ago, but he's got yeah. that yeah. I could see him doing that sort of like I used to be this big thing but I've sort of retreated from the world.
0: Yeah. I think of like cusack if you take his role in The Paperboy it made him less of like a like walking like version of syphilis like that just like how like unapproachably like awful he was there if you put that as like the surface but in the inside there's something else in the same way that like with cage here he looks like swamp thing but as the soul it's uh i think it could work not in the same way i think cage is uniquely qualified here but if you were recasting i think that might have worked just my two cents there all right, quickly, the, the back end of this one. Number six, The Worst Person in the World or Sound of Metal? I'm guessing Miles has only seen one of these.
1: Yeah, I still haven't seen Worst Person in the World because they keep delaying it. Um, Opens on Friday. Uh, well, does it open near me on Friday
0: is the question. I'm going to go. With, I mean, <laughs> we establish you're 11 hours from Los Angeles. so uh, Oh, so yeah. Does, so that's, maybe. that's
1: what I need to do. Um, there you go. Uh, well, I guess I've only seen Sound of Metal, which I... I love Riz Ahmed's performance. The rest of the movie kind of, it's it's kind of a little too misery porn for me. Yeah. Um. But on the strength of Riza's performance, I'll go with that, and because I haven't yeah. seen the other one. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm having a tough time here because I I, I do really appreciate and I really enjoyed uh, Sound of Metal for a lot of reasons, but you know I'm, it's a year removed. Um, yeah. Hmm. I'll go worst person in the world, hmm. but I, I, I uh, think I'm, both I'm go- yeah, yeah. I'm going
0: worst person in the world as well. It's my number three movie of this year. Sound of Metal was in my like second tier, you know, 11 through 20, I think of last year. Um, they're both good. I just think the worst person in the world is, is special in a way that I, once you see it, you understand it. Like the reviews, I think don't give it justice. Of so just like, Oh, this is a really good version of a thing you've seen. Is not the best way to sell the movie, and I think it's part of the reason why it's been delayed so long. Is going to you know get one nomination at the Oscars if it gets
2: anything. It's a tough it's just... movie to sell, though. It's a tough movie to even tell exactly. someone you know why you should go see it. If you're not a film and person, yet, then it's like uh, yeah. you know I don't have anything to say right. to you. <laughs> just see it totally. and hate me later, um, or love me later.
0: Yeah. Number five, two of the most different movies you would ever have compared: the Mitchells versus the Machines or The Way Back.
2: Oh, oh wow! Why these two? Oh.
1: Which I mean, you did
2: it. Know, which the way back? No, was Ryan this? did this to me. The Affleck.
1: Oh well, fucking no brainer then. Mitchell's versus the machines. Way back, mm-hmm. you want to talk about misery porn? Um, huh. But Mitchell's versus the machines is just delightful, and I I rewatched it recently, and I absolutely adore it. It's my favorite animated film of last year, and it also made my list. Nice.
2: Yeah, m- the Mitchell's versus the machines is really just awesome and I plan to watch that numerous times going forward and I recommend it to everybody who is a fan of animation a fan of film a father uh, per, uh someone who uh likes good humor there's uh, technology there's so much to it that you can like you can uh, watch in different ways but as a basketball coach as an alcoholic and as a former batman I'm going with the way back
1: hmm
0: um well i'm a current batman oh so i'm i'm a little conflicted <laughs> um but yeah i'm gonna go the way back as well i just re re-watched it i showed it my girlfriend and uh boy if you don't tell them about that reveal in the third act they are they are take note of it let me tell you um mitchell's versus machines is my favorite animated film of the year as well though i i don't think it was a great year for animation i know some people disagree totally fine um the Way Back is still an incredibly moving performance. A great film for me. I think it was my number four last
2: year. Three, four, something like that. I don't remember. I agree what about the Mitchells. Difference? I mean, I'm sorry. I agree about it not being a great year for animation, but the Mitchells versus the Machines is a great film. So
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think part of it is just Encanto seems like it's going to walk away with the Oscar, mm, and I'm just, just so indifferent to that movie. Um, not in like it's a bad movie, but I just it feels like the number four in a, any given Oscar lineup, which isn't how you judge quality, but just. I watched it sort again, I it.
2: and I look back at my review, and I'm like, "Damn it, I, I'm a half star over," I
0: hate that. It's fine. You you realize you should have been talking about Bruno. Yeah,
2: I should have talked about Bruno. Yeah. But yeah, it's like one of those things. I'm like, yeah, this the flaws hit me more the second time around. But I I walked out the first time, being able to kind of smooth them over. And the second time yeah. I couldn't. So. All
0: So, right. Yeah. The last four, we have licorice pizza or I'm thinking of ending things.
2: Um,
1: both films. I really like from filmmakers. I really like, um, I'm thinking of ending things is very interesting, but it's not one of Kaufman's best, even as a director. Um, licorice pizza is sort of Paul Thomas Anderson back on form after his last two films didn't really work for me. So I'll go licorice pizza. All right. uh, same exact thought process here for me. So I'm going to go licorice pizza. Steve?
2: Yeah, there's a lot there that's uh, – uh, I'm thinking of ending things that I enjoyed. And I hear the complaints – and not complaints, but the, the criticism or why people don't like, cling to it. Um, but licorice pizza, I think, uh, PTA, like you said, is back on form. Or inform, and I I, I already recommended it to numerous people. Where I'm thinking of ending things, I don't remember. I don't remember recommending it to anybody because I'm like, I don't think they're going to be happy if I do. So, uh, licorice pizza, though, yeah. This there's a lot to love there as well.
0: Totally. Number three, the Green Knight or Beastie Boys
1: story. Oh shit! I totally forgot that Beastie Boys story.
2: Yeah, it's on Apple TV. Watch it. If you're a Beasties fan, oh, it's fantastic. But
1: Well, I don't know that I've even heard of that one. What was uh, Green Knight? Yeah, yeah. sure. It's, <laughs> ah, the, the Green Knight is a movie that has continued to frustrate me all year because I was looking forward to it for like a year and a half ever since that first trailer came out and then it got delayed. And then I finally got to see it and all the people in my life who like weren't that interested liked it way more than I did. And I just keep banging my head against the wall. Why didn't I love this more? But it, I, how you doing? Ah, it's my head hurts. Um, <laughs> but like it's, it's a power of the dog situation where I appreciate that every individual aspect of it is really good and well done, but for some reason it's just not connecting. Yeah.
0: Well, hold your thought there. Um, I'm going to green night as well. Steve do this
2: one because I can't wait to do number two. Yeah. Um, I loved the documentary and I watched it two or three times. uh and it's, you know, it's a throwback for me. It's, it's a time in my life when I first like started to pick my own music and the Beastie Boys were your rebellion against your parents. But it was everything about, you know, that time in my life. Um, but The Green Knight, uh, I, I think on so many levels, the the cinematography, the art direction, Dev Patel, which you may hear his name later on in my predictions, slash uh wish list um uh what's the name of the director david um david Lowry. D- d- yes uh i love his work uh i love the ghost story so uh i love this as well i'm gonna go with the green knight
0: same uh here number two
1: <laughs> the power of the dog or wolf walkers i mean power of the dog is a real green knight situation where i really wanted to like it but everyone else likes it more than i do yada 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 um Wolf Walkers was a very pleasant surprise last year um, it's one that wasn't really on my radar but then it was ended up being my favorite animated film of that year uh, so I'm gonna go Wolf Walkers
0: I didn't really care for Wolf Walkers and I know I'm the only one so it's power of the dog for me
2: Steve yeah the power of the dog does everything right it's got the right actor it's got the right director it's got the right cast cinematography uh, the 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 uh, uh johnny uh, what's his name johnny greenwood is that his name yeah yeah his his score is fantastic but wolf walkers is magic uh and i think i'll continue to watch that and continue to recommend it and continue to talk to my daughters with it and have fond feelings about it uh because every single freaking frame of that film is a piece of art and and then you bring into it the meaning behind it and the acting and everything about it wolf walkers
0: mm. and now number one coda or promising young woman? by the way i'm pretty sure people who paid attention know what's going to happen here but i'm curious what you're going to say
2: soul should not have won it should have been wolf walker by a by a mile
1: <laughs> abso-freaking-lutely All right coda or promising young woman
2: Uh, yeah, we mentioned it on my list.
1: Promising Young Woman, a movie I really liked until I didn't. Uh, not sure it would make my list now. Coda very narrowly missed my list for this year, but it's a movie that I've thought back on much more fondly. So I'm going to go Coda. Uh, it's very close for me. Promising Young Woman still is great. Coda is amazing. Close to
0: a tie, but I'm going to go Promising Young Woman. Oh, I feel like Steve is going Coda.
2: All right. Well, uh. Yeah, I guess you know me well enough because, uh, okay. promising young woman. I still uh, there's uh, there's nothing that that's aged poorly with me. Uh, I still highly respect the film. I loved uh, so many aspects of it, but Coda is maybe it, it might be on my all time like top ten, top twenty for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I love that film. You know, again, I bring up my family and you know, being a parent and all, but it hits home. Yeah. But it's not just the parenting. It's so much more. It's about the human heart and the human spirit, and I, I freaking love that film. So, Coda. What a long-winded way to say you have sex. Yeah. No, that's not... No, no, no. There's... No, no. <laughs> Unprotected. That's You're forgetting the word. Yes,
0: yes. I'm sorry. There's a difference. There's a difference. Uh, I keep figuring out what I'm doing wrong. Um... Uh, uh, we were going to do this one last week with Mark, but it came in a little late. Sorry, Ryan. We'll do it quickly here. Um, we don't have to really explain our answers, which is rattle them off, but this is uh, a face off of uh, people from Mark's breakthrough performances lists over the years. Okay. Um, Michael Fassbender and Glorious Bastards or Jennifer Lawrence,
1: Wintersbone. Bone? Ooh, those are two good ones.
2: Ryan is on his game lately. Yeah, Ryan's- Ryan.
1: Oh, just wait. The next one's good. Thank too. Ryan's crushing it with the pairings. Yeah. Um... Yeah. I think I'm going to go Jennifer Lawrence. All right, Steve.
0: Jennifer Lawrence. I'm going to go Fassbender. Both great. Next one, Jessica Chastain the Help or Scoot McNary,
1: Mark's boy, <laughs> for killing them softly. Oh, uh, Scoot McNary.
2: Chastain. I know the film doesn't age well, but uh, Chastain, and and I do like Scoot. Go watch *Halt yeah. and Catch Fire*, a fantastic series that people don't talk about enough. One of the best of the last decade for sure.
0: Or monsters like Scoot, Scoot. I think Chastain is a better actor than than McNary, but I do
1: like him in *Killing Them Softly*. If, I'll go with him. I was just going based on the films. If it was Chastain and like yeah. *Take Shelter*. I would have gone with her, but not really. Yeah, yeah, the definitely. hell. Same, same, same. Brie Larson
0: in Short Term 12 or uh, Gugu Mbatha-Raw for Beyond the Lights?
1: Um. Again, if we're going just based on the films, I think I'll go Brie Larson. Hmm.
2: I'm going Brie Larson. Short Term 12 is
1: great. She's great. Same. It's going to be a sweep.
2: Uh, Gugu's great. Mm-hmm.
0: But, uh, yeah, I think I, I, may, I may be here for this being uh, Brie Larson's best performance. I could see Even it. Though, you know. Yeah. She has the Oscar for Room. Uh, Daisy Ridley, The Force Awakens, or Mahershala Ali, Moonlight?
1: Well, I don't know that I would consider that a breakout role for Mahershala, but um, yeah, I would... G- well, he's not, he's not here to defend himself. No, but um, between the two, I'll go with Ali.
0: I mean, for that matter, I'd say Fastbender broke out in uh, Hunger more than Bastards, but you know, it's okay. Um, I'm going to go Ali as well.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go Ali as well, but it's like, I, I always thought that role was so much, much smaller. I'm amazed that people picked it out uh, that year. Yeah. And it's great. And he's great. I love him as an actor, but I was like, wow. And it's like, you know, I I watched the film and I didn't single him out, but the talk at at Oscar season was all Ali. I was like, shit.
0: I I do like when that happens, especially because you can't predict that a year in advance. Um, Even taking the movie away, I would, I would much rather, that sort of performance win than his other win for green green book oh, yeah, like he's good sure. in green book but he's a co-lead and i i it's hard to ever be upset when our like a real supporting performance wins you know like um like i know william hurt was probably never winning for history of violence but that's the kind of performance i want to win an oscar mm-hmm. like c- come in and kill one scene that's i love that stuff well that's uh, uh next that's bradley cooper this past year yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that. that uh, listen, Sam Elliott and uh... Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's a real supporting performance. I mean, listen. Even even Affleck in the Tender Bar is a supporting performance. He's he's the thing you remember about the movie, but screen time he's probably got the third most. Um, Timothy Chalamet for Call Me by Your Name or Brian Tyree Henry Widows. Well,
1: it's an interesting choice for Brian Tyree Henry because he had so many movies that year. Um, yeah (laughs) but um, for that movie or for any of those films I would go Brian Tyree Henry
2: Mm. yeah I'm gonna pick uh, Brian Tyree Henry for Into the Spider-Verse there you go
0: I mean that is the right answer Um, I'll go I'll go him as well Chalamet is good I just I I, not wild about call me by your name same and finally Florence Pugh Midsummer, or Vanessa Kirby
1: Pieces of a Woman uh, Florence Pugh, for sure.
2: Yeah, Pugh. That, that film and that performance has grown on me.
0: Same. Uh, before we get into his other question, and we have some others, I want to kind of backtrack to what happened last week. We were um, basically recording right before the precursors happened. So I want to go over what happened that day to kind of inform our predictions later and then get to our other questions there was rain and uh, yes um so we had the dga announce and that was the expected five that we've sort of talked about for for weeks on end it was paul thomas anderson kenneth branagh jane campion steven spielberg denny villeneuve by the way denny villeneuve what uh, interview coming to the site in a couple weeks uh, Kenneth Branagh I interview currently on the site, um, but was it what was interesting was the first time ones because they're impossible to predict. Um, also, they went with six, so go figure. Um, their nominees were Maggie Gyllenhaal, The Lost Order. I think that one was pretty safe to predict. Uh, Rebecca Hall, Passing, not hugely surprising. Tatiana Orezo for Prayers for the Stolen. Never were gonna get was gonna get that one. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Tick, Tick, Boom, probably also safe. And then the other two were, were very pleasant surprises for me. Uh, Michael Sarnaski for Pig and Emma Seligman for Shiva Baby. That was, uh, those were very cool. So I don't know, you know, we'll talk about DJ when it gets a little closer. Uh, the Writers Guild, as always, kind of a mess. <laughs> uh, documentary. They went uh, Being Cousteau, Exposing My Bridge, and Like a Rolling Stone, The Life and Times of Ben Fong Torres, three films I do not believe will get nominated on Tuesday, so there you go. Original, Being the Ricardos, Aaron Sorkin, Don't Look Up, Adam McKay and David Sirota, The French Dispatch, Wes Anderson, Roman Coppola, Hugo Guinness, Jason Schwartzman, King Richard, Zach Balin, and The Chris Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson. Sort of what we were talking about. Basically, French Dispatch took the place of, uh, you know, choose your front-running one that was not eligible. And then adapted, the nominees were Coda, Sean Heater, Dune, John Spades, Danny Villeneuve, and Eric Roth, Nightmare Alley, Guillermo del Toro, and Kim Morgan. It needed that one, as we talked about last week. Tick Tick Boom, Steven Levinson, and West Side Story, Tony Kushner. Again, don't pay too, too much attention to it, but you know getting in doesn't hurt and uh the other two i'm saving the big one but let's do uh ace eddie real quick dramatic uh edited film was belfast dune king richard no time to die power of the dog that was the big miss for uh west side story and in comedy it was cruella don't look up the french dispatch licorice pizza tick tick boom um one other one before we do the big one actually um ASC, the cinematographers, um, which we were talking about previously. Um, their feature film nominees was The Tragedy of Macbeth, Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and Belfast. West Side Story misses as well. Quickly, before we get to our predictions, um, do you think that Nightmare Alley or Tragedy of Macbeth is swapped out for West Side Story?
1: I mean, I would with Oscar. I would personally love to see *Tragedy Macbeth* swap out for *West Side Story*. I'm not necessarily predicting it because I'm predicting something else to sneak into the top ten that we'll get to. Um, but um, I, I think *West Side Story* is a lot more vulnerable now than maybe people were expecting.
2: Uh, I'm going to wait until we get to that point because I have. Uh, That's fine. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, we have take. thoughts. Cool. Before we get
0: to that and the other questions let's quickly go over what got into the pga where i believe i went nine out of ten um we can check our work if necessary because uh one thing that we thought was going to happen did not uh which is t- uh being the ricardos <laughs> leads off the nominees the one we assumed to be a little too small and would miss the other nine were belfast coda don't look up dune king richard licorice pizza the power of the dog tick tick boom the other kind of surprise and west side story No Spider-Man, no no time to die, no um, Nightmare Alley. Throw in your other thing that misses. So that's where we stood going into final voting. So keep that in mind. Before we get to our predictions, we have another Ryan question than some other questions to do. Um, Ryan has, he says a big question for the podcast. Which of these films that are positioned next to each other in Joey's best picture predictions, do you think would theoretically be more likely to get a best picture nomination? These are all films, not in my current top 10. So we start with number 50 and number 49 to 10 or the green Knight*.
1: Um, I'd say the Green Knight is more likely only because Titan has been so rudely ignored the entire season.
2: I'm sorry. What's the question? Mm. Which of the two do you think
0: are more likely to get nominated? If the if essentially if the uh, Academy was cho- was told to pick one of these two to put into the lineup, what's more likely? I, I'd say. To, I, I agree. I'd, I'd, I'd say to Tan. Interesting. I th- I think the Green Knight only because I think Titan is so wildly not what the Academy goes for. That, you know, I could see the foreign committee sometimes going in a different direction. But the fact that it didn't even make the short list shows.
2: Yeah, like, well, I, that's true. But... Yeah. The thing is, I'm a, a big fan of The Green Knight. And I just cannot understand the way they have just turned their back on it. Like, they don't even acknowledge it. It's not showing up. A24 in... has not had a good year yeah, this year. I think it's really disappointing. my
0: suspicion is they are hurting for some money. Because remember, there was that rumor that they were potentially going to sell. Because um, like, come on, come on, Red Rocket, Green Knight, Zola, like the the campaigns have been
2: very. very that, that that hurts, man. That really digs deep, and I don't oh, yeah, want I don't want to see another that.
0: group. You know, it's, well they're another group. I don't know if they're leaving nominations on the table. Like, come on, come on, could still get one or two. But I think especially with a thing like Red Rocket, the onus was on them to make it a must see film. Otherwise, voters were going to assume it was like dirty and not a thing for them, and not even consider it. And maybe nothing changes, but, you know, how many more votes does Simon Rex get if you would just put a full court press on? Because that fifth spot was, is, is open. Like whether it's Javier Bardem, Peter Dinklage, Simon Rex, Nicolas Cage, whoever else you want to throw it out there, whoever gets in is not getting in by that much. And
2: you look at how they're treating uh, Cyrano. It's like, well, there's open spaces here because there's some films that have been ignored just as well, but. Yeah, it's, it's too bad. Red, yeah. I, I really enjoyed Red Rocket. It just narrowly totally. missed my uh, my top 10. Yeah. Uh, number
0: 48 versus number 47. Last Night in Soho or The Matrix Resurrections?
1: Jeez.
0: <laughs> oh, it gets better. Trust me.
1: Uh, I can probably see Last Night in Soho getting in just because it's done surprisingly well with some critics groups and like – there's stuff in it that I could see them gravitating towards. I think even though I think Matrix Resurrections is a much better movie, I suspect that the majority of them wouldn't like get it or appreciate it. Same, same thought.
2: Uh, Last Night in Soho is new and fresh. And although, it, you know, the second half doesn't live up to the, all the potential that promised in the first half, uh, the Matrix is, is still just another sequel. Uh, I know I know, it's better than just another sequel in terms of you know the history of the, or the legacy of the Matrix franchise, but still, Last Night in Soho stands on its own, so I think Last Night in Soho.
0: Here is two of the biggest also-rans of this or really any year. Number five, 45 versus number 44. Dear Evan Hansen or Stillwater? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I'm going to say Stillwater because it's a good movie. I mean, I, I guess Stillwater, yeah, because it's there's aspects to it that I can see them gravitating towards, and like nominating Dear Evan Hansen is kind of like if they nominated Cats, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen neither, so I'm gonna say, but yeah, I, but on reputation like Stillwater. Stillwater is the one. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to see it. I just didn't have a chance to. Uh, Forty versus
0: thirty-nine weird movies that uh, they would never go for Zola or Annette, and I would say Zola because. Also, have you
1: seen Annette? I mean, neither of them ever had any kind of serious chance. I kind of think Annette, just because there's, like, I mean, actors in it that they like, and there's, like, it's taking a big swing. I think Zola's I think just Coleman a bit too, Domingo. Yeah, like I think Coleman Domingo I'll, and Zola is the most likely of things. Yeah, but, like, picture we yeah, ne- I, I don't think Zola ever had even a scrap of a chance. No, no, they were always thinking Adapted Screenplay and Supporting Actor. And Indie Spirit. <laughs> which, which, by the
0: way, this is, goes back to A24, Adapted Screenplay and Supporting Actor, those nominations were gettable, mm-hmm. seeing how the year came out. If you would have really made an effort,
2: totally could have happened. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Zola, but like I said, Indie Spirit, that's where that lives, and I'm, I'm hoping, uh, you know, it, it does some damage there. Yeah,
0: 37 versus 36, The Card Counter or The Eyes of Tammy Faye?
1: Uh, well, I guess The Eyes of Tammy Faye, because that's very likely to actually get some nominations, whereas Card Counter was Oscar Isaac or Bust. Yep, same.
0: Yeah, I'll go the same. 32 versus 31, The Last Duel or Pig?
1: Um, I think Pig is a slightly better movie, but I think Last Duel is more of an Oscar movie. Yeah, realistically, that is
2: a movie they could have got. Sorry, are we only going Best Picture? Yeah, just for oh, Best, best picture. picture. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll go Duel as well. Twenty-eight
0: versus twenty-seven. Flea or a hero?
1: Uh, I have not gotten the chance to see either yet, so I'd probably a hero just because Flea kind of straddles too many lines for me to see them getting it into picture same
2: uh flea didn't do much for me i mean i, I appreciated it but i didn't enjoy it or i didn't you know same. i didn't walk away like I, I didn't think about it after the only time i think about it is when it comes up in, in list um a yeah. hero though is one that has grown on me and that i actually when i hear conversations about it it really makes me appreciate it just as uh just a, a bit more so
0: a hero totally uh, twenty six mass or twenty five passing, and the answer should be mass. But I, I, you know, we we don't live in that good a
1: universe. Um, yeah, like if these both had the proper campaigns to like get on radar, I think passing is the one that they respond to more. It's artsy. It's yes. got great actors. It's it's the kind of thing where like they can nominate it and feel like they're making a statement or whatever. Mass is just it's too difficult it's too difficult it, it the barrier to entry is too high to balance out its actual quality well we tried
2: yeah but mass for me I, I I'm saying mass and mass is mm-hmm. maybe 10 years ago 10 15 years ago is if there were 10 is your number 10 um it's yeah. not gonna win but it should be in there and it, it, it honestly in this it it's kind of annoys me it should be represented you know the it, films like that just kind of disappeared nowadays and they shouldn't they should be in the conversation but you know we get to this point like a few weeks out and then we're like ah we know it's not going to happen like damn it mass is is very relevant and it will be unfortunately will be relevant for years to yeah. come um so i'm saying mass
0: agreed uh, i'm going passing just because i you know it's probably gonna get a nomination elsewhere but true yeah
2: obviously right. I, i'm uh, very much a hard person you know it's like I'm yeah, not yeah. assuming you're looking at stats or bullshit like that, you know, oh, yeah. not bullshit. So sorry, one, sorry, more,
0: one more that's outside my top 20 and then we end on a, on a, on a rough one that will lead into some real uh, Oscar prediction conversation. 22 versus 21, parallel mothers or come on, come on? The both of them hoping for a single nomination slot.
1: Um, Yeah, probably just come on, come on because – It's an uphill battle for any foreign language film to get a nomination. Um, Indeed. And Parallel Mothers didn't quite have, like, people like it, people are talking about it, there's an outside chance for Cruise or something like that. But it's a real, it it, it hasn't had the impact that it would need to to break through.
2: I'm going the opposite. I'll go Parallel Mothers.
1: All right. Why is that?
2: Uh, because I think it. Because I said so. Yeah, because that's why I said those two words. I don't. Know, come on, come on. I, I really enjoyed in the theater, but it's one of those. It just, it just didn't sit with me. It didn't like. I don't ever think about it. I think about it when it comes up, and I go, oh yeah, that was only five weeks ago. Uh, but parallel mothers, I think there's just more to chew on. Yeah, I think performances alone, I, and I, and they both have great performances, but I think uh, Penelope Cruz does uh, per- gives one of her best performances of the year. Of, of her career <laughs> and of the year, I'm sorry.
0: For, uh, for those of you who listen to the This Had Oscar Buzz podcast, I think Come On, Come On is a future episode. In that, like, a good movie that had a moment where it seemed like it could have done stuff and just slipped through the cracks, as opposed to, you know, the Dear Evan Hansen's, the Stillwaters, the Annette's, you know, the card counters, the ones that had a moment of, like, maybe, but very quickly the Oscar hopes sort of die. And uh, here, let's
2: wrap real, on my quick. current. And again... Real, one thing, yeah. it... it, it come on, come on, just feels a little too small for me. You know? Yeah, yeah, That's, that's, that's a like thing. The picture, there's par- a size there. Yeah. So, for that alone. Totally. Parallel Mothers. Um,
0: this one is my current number 12 versus my current number 11. So, the ones both knocking on the door. The Tragedy of Macbeth or The Lost Daughter? Which
1: one do you think would get in if only one was getting in? Or have a better chance? It's <sighs> a good one. That is a tough one. I think if we were talking like 20, 30 years ago... I think a movie like the tragedy of Macbeth would take this in a walk, but it is a little tighter now. It's um, a good point. Uh, yeah, whereas something like Lost Daughter feels a bit more now and a bit more modern, but not necessarily in a way that the Academy has embraced yet. It's not the kind of like Netflix movie that they necessarily go for. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna say Macbeth, but you know, I could very well be proving
2: wrong uh, in a week.
1: Yeah, I'm going Lost Daughter because it's my 11 and maybe
0: my 10 by the time you uh, see my predictions.
2: Ten years ago, I go Macbeth. Five years ago on, I go Lost Daughter. So Lost Daughter. All
0: right. Uh, Here, let's get into our our predictions, which are fed into by our uh, questions. We have uh, Cinemas Podcast says, do you think there will be a very out of left field best Oscar nomination, which I mean, I think means best picture. Or just in general. Um, I don't think there's going to be a very, very out of left field one. I think there are,
2: there may be surprises. Well, my question to you there is what surprised. is out of left field for you? Like, um, what
0: would that... For me, Drive My Car getting into Best Picture is not out of left field, mm-hmm. for example. But at this point, Spider-Man getting in yeah. is. okay, Just because the, the numbers don't back it up. Or if there is an out of left field, it'll be in adapted screenplay for example right where like you'll see th- throw out like the tender bar get into adapted and it's like oh it had nothing but it shows up because there's always always and it's almost impossible to predict but there's almost always a original or adapted nominee that's a one nomination so deciding what that is is hard honestly if it's going to be one and this is just a total shot in the dark Um, and I don't think I'm predicting it,
1: but we'll talk about it in a minute. Maybe Come On, Come On, an original. For sure. I could see it Um, showing up in original much more easily than I could see Phoenix sneaking in. At this point, yeah. And then,
0: we have KFlee208 asking, will House of Gucci get more Oscar nominations
1: or Razzie nominations? Razzie nominations, because it can show up in every category. Yeah, Razzie. Mm -hmm. I actually don't think it'll get any Razzie nominations.
0: I think it's it's that weird one where the people who hate it, hate it so much, but the people who like it, like it a lot. And they don't do that. They go for the easy targets. Remember, I think I think any time we talk about Razzie's, we accidentally give them too much credit. They're just going to go with, you know, did Tyler Perry make a movie this year? Like, they're going to go for that. Yeah, you know, but I gonna, don't know. Gonna... How is Jared Leto
1: not an easy target? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and yeah, it's,
2: <laughs> I mean, uh, they like right. they like, d- they do like to go after people who've won before. Well, they, at least they used to seem to go after people who've won before who've kind of fallen in hard times. And
0: uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna find like whatever Bruce Willis made this year. They're gonna, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be closer to like Dear Evan Hansen's gonna do get a bunch of nominations. Yeah, I could see like you know, I'm trying to think
2: of what's you know like. They don't. They don't get it. Is the thing looking at last year or so? Their nominations were toothless. Um, Well, that's what they do. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're. Yeah, these are not anything that had any. There's no thought here. These are easy. Yeah, these are low hanging fruit. Um, Which
0: stat do you think is more likely to be broken this year? A director lineup with no first time nominee or a best actor lineup with no first time nominee?
1: I would. Which will be broken. Um, maybe director, honestly. But I don't know. It could be actor. Ah, I don't know. I mean I mean actor, that fifth spot
0: will tell you what you need to know there. And in director, it just depends on if they have an international flavor or
1: not. Which many years they do.
0: Yeah. Um the Kayfley's other questions are and i want to pull up the list so we can uh, talk about it is the international short oscar shortlist this year better than the top 15 potential films competing for best picture So put it, think about that for a second because we're going to do that when we get into predictions and then the last one is what actor actress and filmmaker had the best to 2021 well, i got to think about I mean, that one for a minute i think actor i think the actor probably is andrew garfield <laughs>
1: Well, no, you know what? Yeah, it is. <laughs> like I said, like I said, he gave three of the best performances of the year in Tick Tick Boom, in Spider-Man, and in the press tour pretending he wasn't in Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Filmmaker, I mean, you
0: I mean, it's not it's not the best, but I think Ridley Scott like exceeding expectations sort of is interesting. It's not the best, but
1: like there's something to be said there. He gets credit for, for the that. most, if nothing else. That's that's true too. Maybe someone uh, like here. Jane Campion, just because it's a comeback after so many years, sort of off. Yeah, yeah a, a Campion or Brando expanding beyond sort of what we,
0: you know, Shakespeare or big big Hollywood movies that kind of are dumb. You know, um, but here these are. My here, So I'm going to give you my top ten. I'm going to give you the ten that I have ranked in international and then the ten that I have in picture. And we'll come back to them. Tell me which one you think is the stronger lineup. Drive My Car, The Hand of God, The Worst Person in the World, A Hero, Flee, Compartment Number Six, I'm Your Man, Lamb, Prayers for the Stolen, and The Good Boss. Okay? That. Or... Belfast, The Power of the Dog, Coda, West Side Story, Dune, Licorice Pizza, King Richard, Don't Look Up, Being the Ricardos, Drive My Car. Shit. I mean, I think I think the Oscar Best Picture lineup is a little stronger.
2: Gee, I don't know. I think I think International has it. You know, I, I, I mean, they're both. Go ahead. They're both they're both solid, and like
0: yeah. honestly, we're gonna start here with international feature for predictions. It, so. It's
2: definitely a Let's, tug of war. It's not like you yeah. know your one's dominating. It's a. Uh, you know, they, they both have. I like, mean, t- there's t- a lot in there.
0: Okay, consider that as we talk. So here, um, we're go- I'm gonna go through my lineup. Tell me when you have something different, and we'll talk. So in, to reiterate, international. My number five is flea. Does everyone have flea in their five?
2: I Hold do. On, oh pull, yeah, uh, I kind of do. It's, uh, okay. it's, I have it
1: in my lineup, and I have it at five. It's
2: on the bubble. Yeah. Okay. It's, on, it's in five.
1: Um, I have a hero at four. I have
0: a hero at three. Three as well. I have the worst person in the world at three. I have it at two. I have it at two. I have the hand of God at two. Four. I have, the, I have that at four. And I assume we all have drive my car at one. Uh, yeah. yeah. I assume one of those five will miss. Because those are the five most
2: well-known. Compartment six is what I have as the, uh, the sleeper.
1: I, I, yeah. I have the same. Although, yeah, I, I think if, I'm Your Man could or, sneak in just because of the Dan Sneven's recognition. Maybe. I think if
0: I were to make a switch, and I would probably take out Flea, or as much as it hurts me, the worst person in the world. Um, I think if you do, you have to take out – you ha- You can't replace them with I'm Your Man or Lamb. Because they're similar like, oh, there's a chance you've heard of them. If they, if a better-known film misses, it's not for a similarly well-known film. It would be for compartment number six or Prayers for the Stolen. That's my that's my sort of hunch there.
1: Okay. I mean, I definitely think compartment number six is the one trying to burst in. Yeah, totally. I think the five are the, probably the safe five,
0: give or take flee. Um, depends on where you have it in other scenarios, which we'll talk about now with documentary feature. Um, my number five is
2: Attica.
1: I do not have that one. Same. My number four is Flea. That's my number three.
2: Three.
0: My number three is the first wave. I don't
1: have that one.
2: I've, uh, well, the Rescue at four.
1: I have the Rescue at two. So do I. You already mentioned that. And I have Summer of Soul at one. Same. The two I have that we didn't mention is I have Velvet Underground at four and Julia at five.
2: My procession Those at two. are my
1: nine and ten. I have procession at six.
0: I think, um, procession, uh, Faya Dei is the are the two to watch out for because, again, flea could easily miss, and Attica just depends on if people saw it. I feel like, uh, Summer of Soul and the Rescue will, will get in, and I think the first wave will get in unless people are just gonna exclude anything COVID related, and we'll we'll find that out with the shorts. But also, I'm not willing to make a guess one way or the other. Song. (laughs) Oh, boy.
2: All right. We don't talk about Bruno, do we?
0: We don't. Not here. Unfortunately.
2: My number five
0: is
1: Down to Joy. That's my number four. That's my number two. Just Look Up is my number four. That's my five. That's my three.
0: Uh, the other song besides Bruno from Encanto, which I, I should learn to pronounce. That's also my, three. my number three.
2: Yeah, that's my five, and that's on my. I said the bubble surface pressure is the best song of the film, and that's what should have been nominated, and it should win. But uh, unfortunately, it's not even in the in the running. So
0: I uh, I do wonder what happens with the Encanto song because of Bruno being so popular and not even under consideration. Um, cause normally when you have a more popular song, they both get nominated and then just the weaker one wins. So I'm just curious what happens there. Uh, my number two is be alive. Same. That's four for me. And my number one is no time to die. Same. Yes. seems pretty safe. If, uh, of the things left over, I think so. Way me. So may we start have, has a chance just because it is fun and kind of meta and, and Annette is a musical, um, and then I do think there's an outside chance for either the "Sing" two song because of Bono, or the "Respect" song if if maybe Jennifer Hudson's getting in as well. It's not a
2: great year for song, though, you know. And and the, uh, the Enca- Encanto, uh, in my opinion, the Encanto song is is a very weak offering. It should have been if it was Surface Pressure. I think it, it strengthens everything else. But it seems to me, you know, uh, Disney has a very good. Uh, track record of winning it should deserve to it should be the film that deserves to win or the song that deserves to win and for me that's still no time to die
0: yeah I, I think no time to die is a pretty safe bet right now yeah barring something unexpected
2: i i agree i think it's going to win
1: it's my first choice would actually be be alive uh that's the one i like the best although i agree with steve that if surface pressure was up for encanto then that would be a much stronger potential Mm -hmm. or even bruno frankly i I think it's it's bizarre Mm -hmm. to me that they chose perhaps the least catchy song in the whole movie yeah Um, Yeah, figuring that out sometimes is very puzzling to me
2: that that film they I, i think they they went for a stretch and they and they overreached
0: maybe i mean we will see uh original score i'm gonna tell you my eight seven and six tell me if any of you have it in the five my eight is spencer johnny greenwood My seven is The Green Knight. My six is Parallel Mothers. Do you have any of those in your five?
1: I have Spencer in my five. I have Spencer
0: and The Green Knight in my five.
1: Interesting. All right. My number five is Encanto. I have that at like seven. I do not have it in there. My number four is Don't Look Up. Uh, That's my six.
2: I don't have it in there.
1: My three is The French Dispatch. That's also my three.
2: That's my three.
1: Number two is The Power of the Dog. That's my two as well. That's my two. And my number one is Dune. Same. I agree. Uh, all the, right. What do you guys have that I didn't have? Uh, the only one we didn't mention is I have Tragedy and Macbeth at five. It's Sp- a it's my Spencer
2: nine. and Green Knight for me. Yeah. I mean, well, we know the ten. You know,
1: so
0: I, I think No Time to Die is a long shot. But I think the other nine are all in play for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I think Encanto and Don't Look Up are very vulnerable. It
2: just depends. I I think score is very strong, though, compared to... Yeah, no, these are all solid. Um, Visual effects.
0: Let's, uh, I'll go with my seven. My seven is Shang-Chi. Does anyone have that?
1: I have that as my number three. That's my four.
0: All right. My number six is No Time to Die. Uh,
1: That's my my seven.
0: All right. So here's my five. My five is Godzilla versus Kong.
1: That's my four.
0: My four is Eternals.
1: That's my six.
0: Not on my list. I mean, you could swap those out, too. I think Shang-Chi is the better nominee, but I'm not convinced they don't go for the one they've heard of more. Uh, My three is Matrix Resurrections. That's my five. That's my two. My two is Spider-Man No Way
1: Home. Same. Five. And my one is Dune. Same. That's my one. Although with this one... It's really just a matter of who's going to show up to watch Dune win the award. Basically. This seems pretty clear cut. All right. uh, Sound.
0: This one I have to mess with a little bit, I think. But we'll see. My five is the power of the dog. That's my four.
2: That's my five.
1: My four is Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, That's like my nine. No, that's my three. Uh, my three is
0: No Time to Die.
2: That's my eight. Doesn't exist. My
0: two is West Side Story. Same. That's, that's my two. And my one is Dune.
1: Same. That's my
2: one. All right, what do you guys have that I don't... A Quiet Place for me.
1: That's my six. That's my seven. Although I would love to see it. Uh, my five is a little eclectic, so I got Dune, West Side Story, Tick Tick Boom, Power of the Dog, and Last Night in Soho. I have Tick Tick Boom at seven. I have Soho at ten. I do
0: think uh, Tick Thick Boom is uh, is definitely possible. I
2: think Soho is a good pick, but maybe odds wise. But I, I think you know, based on the actual work, it's a good pick. But totally. Do I bet on my um, Vegas? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Makeup and hair styling. My five is the eyes of Tammy Faye. That's my four. I don't have it. My four is coming
1: to
2: America. That's my ten. I don't have it i only have five
1: my th- sorry my three is dune that's my two. is two. Mm-hmm. two is House of gucci that's my three that's my four <laughs> and my one is cruella Same. yes that's my number one uh what do you have that i don't uh the only one i have that you didn't mention is uh the suicide squad at five because god damn it if it's the first six. one wins makeup and this one doesn't even get nominated i'm gonna be so pissed probably going to happen too. It's probably uh, going to happen I and I hate it. Yeah. Um Tammy Faye,
0: Tammy Faye that makeup I think is going to get in. Coming to America, it just depends. You said you have Cyrano?
2: Cyrano Cyr- and,
0: uh, and West Side Story.
2: Those are my 8 and 9. I, and I have Nightmare Alley at 10.
1: Yeah, I have Cyrano, No Time to Die, and
2: Nightmare Alley on the outskirts. Besides no Gucci, is my I, seven. I love my my top 4. Uh Yeah, I, totally. They're really... Great candidates or nominees. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Film editing.
0: This one (laughs) uh, could go a number of different ways. So I will start with my number. So I'll give you my 10. 10 Matrix Resurrections. I assume no one has it.
1: Actually, that's my 10 as well. Oh, interesting. Um, Nine Nightmare Alley. I don't have that one. 8, King Richard. That's my 9. 7, No Time to Die. This is where we're starting to get serious. That's also my 7. 6, West Side Story. That's my
2: 4. That's my 4. 5, Don't Look Up. That's my 2. Wow. Shit, not, not on my list.
1: My 4 is Licorice Pizza. That's my 8. That's my 3. My 3 is Power of the Dog. That's my one. That's my five. My two is Belfast. That's my five. That's my one.
0: (laughs) And my one is Dune. That's That's my my three. Yeah, this one could go... This is such a wild category.
1: Yeah, it depends what what they're looking for. Good category, mind you. This is maybe one of the categories I'm most interested in seeing what direction they go in. Mm -hmm. Well,
0: that's why I wanted to go through that whole list, because do they lean more into... Things that are getting picture nominations, they lean more into the most editing. Like, I just don't know what angle they're taking. And they kind of split the difference with uh, Ace Eddie and, and went in kind of those directions. Like, I do th- I do wonder if that West Side Story snub looms large, though. Yeah. Costume design. My Here, I go, uh, my five is
1: coming to America. I don't have that. Don't have that either. My four is West Side Story. That's my three. Three.
2: Three is House of Gucci. That's my four. That's my four. Miles and I are are kind of in sync today. Yeah. Uh, my my two is Cyrano. That's
1: my that's two. my five. And my one is Cruella. That's my one. That's my I, one. I have a Dune at number two.
2: And by I the way, Dune at seven. I uh, I'm going to say that that's my number one, and you can probably. Maybe a couple days after this uh, podcast airs, listen to my interview with Jenny Bevan, who did the costumes. Nice. Yeah. She also did the costumes for Mad Max Fury Road, uh, which is like and and uh, the King's Speech and Pride and Prejudice. It's incredible what these people do. So give it a listen. Great conversation. And uh, it's on awards radar. So it can't be bad.
0: Yeah. All right. Cinematography. Do we have the ASC five or not?
1: Well, tell me before right off the bat, do you have the ASC-5? I don't. I don't think I do, but I also don't remember what they are off the top of my head. The ASC-5 was um, Belfast, Dune,
0: Power of the Dog, Nightmare Alley, Tragedy Macbeth. Okay, so I have four out of five of them. I have four out of five as well. I have
1: Nightmare Alley missing. Same. I have West Side Story getting in at five. It's my two, but I have it getting in in that slot. Wait mm-hmm. a
2: second. Maybe I do right. have the five. What were they? <laughs> Power of the Dog, Dune, Belfast, Macbeth, Nightmare Alley? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My my uh, my on the bubble are two that aren't. I guess so. Okay. So I do. Right.
0: Yeah, I have West Side Story at five. I have Macbeth at four.
1: I have uh, Macbeth at three and West Side Story at two. Right.
2: I have Belfast at three. Belfast at four. Belfast three. Dune at two. Dune at one. Dune at two. Power the dog at one. Power the dog at five. Okay, I have West Side as uh, on the bubble with the Green Knight. I I know it's not going to happen, but damn it, people, wake up. The Green Knight deserves it. I mean, I really think it's down to those six, the ASC
0: five, yeah, and agree. West Side Story. Yeah, and I think um, if rumors are to be believed, um, Janusz Kaminski and the like, Union and the group. Like have a, an issue currently so maybe that'll just be the swap that happens
1: Yeah, I've got Nightmare Alley and I'm just going to throw out Passing as a potential uh, spoiler
0: I mean if there's a weird spoiler it just depends on what they love could be uh, French Dispatch or if the film really does overperform watch out for Licorice Pizza as a sneaky like
2: extra PTA nomination for sure uh, well I'm going to say Nightmare Alley is the overperformer um, well that too yeah, I think that one can sneak in there. I, sure, I, yeah. I I think there's a lot of early buzz or early negative, you know, talk about it. But I really enjoyed that film, and there is a lot to uh, uh, to sit back and, and appreciate about it. But uh, n- including the you know the narrative and the performances. the the costume there's there's a ton there uh i think early the negativity i think is going to being shut off and i wouldn't be surprised if it comes up with uh, a few big ones on on nomination morning
0: shall see uh production design my 10 is no time to die does anyone have it it's my nine doesn't exist my number my number nine is being the ricardo's does anyone have it nope nope my number eight is Cruella. Does anyone have it?
2: That's my six. That's my six as well.
0: My
1: seven is Licorice Pizza. That's also my seven. That's my five. My six is Belfast. That's my five. Not on my list. My number five is Macbeth. That's my three. Not on my list.
0: My four is French Dispatch. Same. That's that's my four. My three is Dune. That's my That's three. my one. My two is West Side Story. That's my two.
1: That's my eight.
0: And my number one is Nightmare Alley. That's my one. That's my two. I think that's that's maybe its spot, but we'll see. Now we get into the big ones. But first animated feature. (laughs) Sorry, couldn't resist. Um, Rude. I know. My number five is Raya and the Last Dragon. That's my six.
2: Not on my list.
0: My four is the Mitchells versus the Machines.
1: That's my two. That's my one. My number three is Flea.
2: That's my four. That's my five. Two is Luga.
1: That's my three. That's my two. And Condo number one. That's also my number one. That's my three. If you had uh,
0: something missing, what was it?
1: Uh, I, Because sometimes animated goes a little... Unexpected. I'm uh, predicting Bell sneaks in. Yep, that's my six.
2: Yeah, I've I've Bell is four. I could see Flea missing and
0: I think uh I think Luca or Raya could miss too. Yeah.
2: I, out of the Disney ones, I think
1: Raya is the most vulnerable because yes, out of I, them I, I think agree. it's the least remembered. I will
0: say keep in mind, I don't know that I'm bold enough to make this swap, but Sing two hit everything also.
1: The, yeah, the in terms of like precursors. That's my uh seven.
2: Working for, seven as well. working for Encanto right now is the strength of its soundtrack. Um, yes. That, well, that's keeping it, it in the consciousness. Yes. If it wasn't player. for that, I think it would really be on the bubble. But
0: Totally. Uh, we'll see. I think those seven are, are where it's at, barring a like large surprise that we're not expecting. All right. Here's the big eight. Get ready. We're starting with adapted screenplay. I'm gonna say we're gonna do our top ten. Well, I'm gonna do start from my ten. My five. Uh, my ten. It's okay. Just don't chime in until then.
1: Uh, my ten is the last duel. If it got in, it would be a sole nominee. I is have it, th- what we were talking about. I have that at six. I'm not predicting it anymore, but I still think it's not outside the realm of possibility. I think it is probably one of the smarter. Like what could get
0: one nomination? Picks. Yeah, could be that one. Uh, my nine is Macbeth. That's my eight. My eight is Tick Tick Boom. That's my 9 My 7 is Nightmare Alley That's my 10 That's my 3 My 6 Interesting Uh, This is where I think this top 7 Are really where it's at But we'll see My number 6 is West
1: Side Story Uh, West Side Story Oh that's my 7 Don't have it So here's my 5 My number 5 is Dune That's my 4 That's my 2 My number 4 is Drive My Car Oh, that's my five.
2: It's off my list. That was my six. My three is The Lost Order. Same. That's my five.
0: Two is Coda. Same. And that's my one. One is Power of the Dog. Same. That's my four. I think four and five. I think Dune ultimately makes it, but I don't think you can be totally shocked if it misses. Just because there is, you know, the sci-fi bias is going away, but it's not fully gone yet. And Drive My Car is, is a hunch, as you'll find out. But if you're, if you're let's say there's two potential movement slots. I think one of them, if it turns into something, is West Side Story and Nightmare Alley, just because they're in the conversation. But if there's two, that's where you look out for your your single nomination. The Last Duel, Tender Bar, like I said. I think the other one's to look out for. Um, it would be weird if Passing got in without Ruth Nega, but you never know. And then the only other one I'll throw out there, I don't think it'll happen, but if you want to pick another, like, just one nomination, uh, The Humans. Oh, yeah. Just because what's a, you know, what's sort of a screenplay-type film? Anything else would be a, a huge surprise.
2: Nightmare Alley is kind of my, like, going in the, the, the rule of a, a screenplay is going to come up and surprise you. That's my number. That's well, that's why I put it at three. I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I For some reason, I think there's and, and maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like there's more appreciation of that film than it, it felt like early on. So you're going to hear you're gonna hear a lot of it coming, you know, the next few categories. It is
0: the, the hardest one to figure out, I think.
2: Yeah, I agree. All
0: right. An original. I'll do the 10. I, I don't think some of the... I think really there's seven, give or take. Uh, my number 10 is a hero.
2: That's my I four.
1: Don't, I don't have that.
2: Okay.
0: My number nine is Parallel Mothers. That's my ten. That missed. My number eight, which maybe it winds up being a sole nomination one. Keep in mind, mass. That's my eight as well. Don't have it. My seven is French Dispatch. Same.
1: Don't have it. My six is come on, come on. Like I said, I'm really debating putting it in there for that sole nomination. So on that note, come on, come on is my four. Because that's mm. that's the one I'm thinking for this year. I think. A hero- well, that's what else I got to figure out. Uh, Hero Mike uh, would get an a international.
2: Oh, for sure. oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm, I'm just trying of, to think if there's... Screenplays. There's, like there's almost a, the surprise always Surprise yeah, screenplays yeah. is, is what I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my five is Don't Look Up. That's here. my three. Four is King Richard. I have that at six. I feel like it misses for Come On, Come On. I mean, that's...
0: I, I want to do it, but I, I just... I feel like... The Academy seems to like him. I'm going
2: to say, uh, here's my spoiler. I think, oh, really? I think King Richard yeah. is, a, is a one and done. But that would,
0: really, that would be very interesting. Yeah. And then it see. wins? Interesting. Um, my three is being the Ricardos.
1: That's my five.
0: That's my three. My two is licorice pizza. My one. That is my one. And my one is Belfast. That's
1: my two. That's my two.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I have. this is one of the categories that I'm still tinkering with because I really want to put Come On, Come On in there because I want to follow the logic of there's always one we don't see coming. Um, but King Richard and Don't Look Up also look very safe, which is what makes it kind of hard to figure out. sporting actress, you ready to peel your hair out? No. I'm... <laughs> I'm going to go with, so we'll go
1: with the top 10. 10,
0: Jesse Buckley, The
1: Lost Daughter. That's my six. I have her at eight, but that's very much wishful thinking. She should be in the five. I completely agree. She should be in the five. My nine is Marley Matlin. Uh, She's my seven. She's my five. That could happen. Mm -hmm. My eight is Cate Blanchett, Nightmare Alley. She's my six. She's the one, if any of the presumed five don't get in, I think she's going to be the one.
2: She's off my list.
1: Uh, My seven is Ann Dowd, Mass. She's my nine.
0: She's not on my list. I think there's still a chance. I think she's respected enough. Though I've also heard that I think her very specific and very personal style of, like, campaigning, some people haven't responded to. So I think it's been, like, sort of boom or bust with her. Like, what
2: is that? Which is...
0: What is what Um, mean? so I've been, I've, I've, I've been to an event that she did and she talks a lot about like her personal experience. It's, it feels much more like she's talking to like, it doesn't feel like she's selling the campaign. It feels more like she's talking about the experience as an actress and how personal this is to her. Um, and details, very personal things. And I think. In a way, I feel like when you watch mass, if you go to an event or you participate in an event, you want to be kind of comforted at the end. And, and she kind of just reiterates like, yeah, this was a tough thing to do, but it was worthwhile. And I think it, it just maybe makes people feel weird at the end of yeah. it, that they're not, um, you want
2: to sleep at night.
0: Like that. It's what, it yeah, I mean, to. she, I mean, I, I personally thought that it was an amazing mm-hmm thing to be a part of because it really does feel like you're hearing something personal and like I think even at mine she's like this is just between us but like I, I you know I think people I think the same people who don't respond to this respond incredibly well to a Rami Malek talking about um Freddie Mercury. The
2: funny thing is though is you know as you bring it up is um that's what I think the, the not the f- issue isn't how tough the subject is the I think the problem for the film when it comes to awards is you feel like you're in a room in a con- a, a personal conversation. It's like it's so yeah. uh, um, intimate. You don't feel like you should be sharing this or praising this. It's like it, it's not yeah. it's not that type of film. You don't say like oh that was great because it's su- it, the subject matter is tough, but it's really it just doesn't feel like a film. It feels so. Uh, Wow, connected to you, like really deep inside, yeah, yeah. and and I think that's a challenge. It's it's too bad, you know, when it comes to awards because it's a, it's amazing the, the work done on screen is, is just incredible.
0: I mean, we'll never know. Yeah, but I do wonder if if just this style of campaigning made some people really fall in love and made enough people go, I don't, I, I, I just don't want to think about this movie. I hope so, and and put it off. We'll I see. Mean, we'll, uh, well, my well. six is Rita Moreno. I don't have her. Don't have her. I think that's one of those, like, if someone's going to get in without a ton of citations, it might be her. I agree. If they really like the film. So here's my five currently. Uh, My five is Ruth Nega. Same. Four. Four. Um, Which I'm not fully convinced is going to happen yet, but I I think it's harder to not predict her than to predict her. Uh, My number four is Anjanu Ellis. Same. Not in there. Though, also, I think Steve might be onto something. I think she's vulnerable. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the three that I feel pretty good about... Three, I have Kirsten Dunst. Same. Same. Two, I have Katrina Balfe. Same. Same. And one, I have Ariana DeBose. Same. Same. I mean, it... it, it, it
1: It's an obvious five, but it seems... Because, like, uh, Ruth Nega, like, she's gotten in before for a movie that didn't do very well otherwise, so, like she's got that precedent i agree actually out of the four even though i have negative five i do agree that ellis is the most vulnerable that sag's snub definitely hurt her um
2: Uh, i I like it would
1: help but we won't know until too late
2: i like my five with matlin in there and and nega in there is four um, I mean, you can't fully count out more than that one, especially if the film is gonna overperform Matt yeah. I, I saw her on, on Colbert and and she's very likable and she's got a history with the Oscars and the performance is great there's there's a lot you know there's not many there's nothing that you say check her off because of she's yeah. like she she fills in all the blanks.
1: Oh, yeah. But but by that so, same token, I think you could say the same thing about Kate Blanchett. I mean, she. Totally. I, I, we were talking before about true supporting performances, and yeah. she absolutely delivers that in a very showy way in uh, Nightmare Alley. And
2: they've shown if, in the past that they can respond to that. The difference is, though, is that you feel like, oh, she's gotten, you know, she's been in the spotlight for years. She's been yeah. received her accolades. Where Madeline kind of, you know, she's been out there working, but he hasn't had the uh, the reception she has with this film. Mm-hmm. So, And this film well, is very personal to her as well. You know, it's it's obviously, yeah. you know, it's it's more than just a role. This is something that speaks and, and, and connects people to a world that we often feel disconnected from. So I'm all on board with Matlin, and I think it could happen. Well, I mean, I would that's, say... that's
1: the way we think, but not to be cynical, I don't yeah. know that that's the way Oscar thinks.
2: Hey, you know what? Right. I am Oscar. OK, <laughs>
0: one, one other one other person to keep an eye on, sporting actress, um, maybe as a coattail nominee, Nina Arianda. If you want to look at like who's not going to have a ton of precursor support, but could get in based on them liking the film.
1: Keep that one in mind. I, I think that's a long shot. But if uh, on that same note of uh, not showing up a lot of places, but riding on coattails, I wouldn't count out Judy Dench completely. That's the other one.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that's a good call. All right. Supporting
1: actor. I think
0: there's eight. My number eight is J.K. Simmons. Speaking of coattails. He's my seven. He was my six. Yeah, I feel like you can't be surprised in the slightest if he gets nominated. Um, and honestly, it feels right for him to have a second nomination, mm-hmm. but I, I don't I don't know. And I can't root against a um, guy. I don't know. No, you can't. About him. It's I mean, there's something about, like, he was at the event for being the Ricardos that I went to, like... And then there was a slight after party like War's his mask was ready to leave like two minutes in. Like there's something about the like I just want to not be here that felt very natural and not douchey. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Like there's a there's a way to do it that I feel like rationally you should not want to be here. This is a vaguely unsafe environment as opposed to the, like I'm better than this. And I think that went that was oddly
1: huge for me. Um, number seven, Jared Leto. No, I refuse. <laughs> I don't care if I end up being wrong. I'd rather be happy and wrong.
2: I'm it's not on my list, so
0: I mean i i i'm i I'm just going with the fact that the same thing happened with the little things that they didn't get in, so I'm just gonna predict that. And we'll see. Um, number six, interview with him on the site. It kind of hurts me that he's out, and I haven't decided yet.
1: Jamie Dornan. I have him in my four. I still think it'll happen, but I agree that he's very vulnerable.
2: He was my he's he's my six really close to five.
0: I think a lot depends on what happens with my four and five. I think either one or both could miss. And if both miss, they miss for Dornan and either Leto or Simmons. If one misses, I hope it's for Dornan and hope it's really hope it's not for Leto. But we'll see. Um, my five is Bradley Cooper. Same. That's my four. I think it just one, do they love the film? Like, we kind of think they might. And two, is it odd somehow too small for them? Um, my four is Ben Affleck. He's my six. He's not in. I think if Affleck gets in, I move him up to two. But he needs to get in first. My three,
1: the Belfast man who does get in, Mr. Hines. He's still my number one. I'm still going with that narrative. He's my two. I mean, a win would would, would do it. Would, would switch him right there. And I and I do
0: still feel like, and we talked about this a little bit, that um, Cody Smith-McPhee is going to lose somewhere, and then there's going to be a race. Unless there's not, but we'll see. Uh, my two is Troy Coetzer. Same. That's my one. And my one is Cody Smith-McPhee.
2: He's my three. He's my three. It's, I mean, someone's going to miss. Yeah. And I don't know who. This is. I'm putting I, in uh, a five that no one mentioned. Uh, Plemons is my five. Maybe. I mean, that would be another like. I, 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 I like him over McPhee. Smith, Smith, sure. And it's like, I don't know. I'm surprised that people gravitate toward one performance over the other. But I, I know there's more, one's more central to the storyline. But. Clemens does tremendous work and deserves to be uh rewarded for it totally.
1: I mean listen, I would love to see him there. I would also and I've been, you know, campaigning this one on my tiny tiny soapbox all season. <laughs> I would be the happiest surprise I think I could see on Oscar morning would be to see Jeffrey Wright get in here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would that would really make me happy. I wouldn't bet on it i'm not betting on it he's at like my eight and that's only because i'm making a concerted effort to ignore jared leto but totally. <laughs> it's it's still hey random things happen sometimes
2: yep. if coacher's in there for me all's were all too well in the world
1: fair for sure actress i'm gonna give you 12
0: all right my number 12 Frances mcdormand she's my 10 nothing i think there i think there is a possibility that that happens I don't think it's likely, but if they're, if you want to like another like, oh, I guess they just like this more than I thought,
1: could happen. Um, Eleven, Amelia Jones Coda. I would love to see it, and I don't know why she didn't get more momentum, but I don't have her.
2: Yeah, I don't have her either. I'd love it.
1: Not going to happen. Ten, Jennifer Lawrence. Nope. No, not going to happen.
0: I just, yeah. Unless they, again, I guess they love that film. Um, nine, Penelope Cruz. She's my eight. No, oh, she's my three. Interesting. I, I, th- I don't I don't think it happened, but I also think they think there's a chance, hence that interview with her that popped up on Awards Radar last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it, think there's that last minute. It, it convinced me. I mean, listen, I do what I can. Um, side note, I love that my joke, I think last week I made on the podcast was that um, Javier Bardem recommended her to me, me to her. Right? I think I said that, right, Miles? Something along those lines, like some, yeah. Some bullshit joke about that. Um, I spoke about, like, you know, I said, you you know, Javier Bardem was talking about how it has to be a thing worth leaving the house for. I imagine it's the same for you. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, I think he mentioned he talked to you. So she's a liar. But I love that she followed that same logic. I was like, oh, yeah, no, totally. He said <laughs> I had a great conversation with you. I was like, oh, you are a good campaigner. Um, or... Inexplicably, I am a subject of conversation in the uh, Bardem Cruz household.
2: Do you want more potatoes? Uh, Joy Maggotson. What? Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's a language thing. They just, they they don't, I don't know why my name keeps coming up. Um, But I loved it. It was great. Um, My eight is Rachel Zegler. She's my nine. Don't have her. Seven.
1: And I think I have to move her up to at least six. Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, she's my six. She's the she's the best actress one where if we're looking for a surprise, I think she could be it.
2: Hmm. Not on my list.
1: My six. And I think the momentum is fading. But again, if they like the film, watch out Alana Hame. I, I She's my seven. And I kind of feel the same way. There was some momentum early on, but she just hasn't caught on where she would need to. Considering how in this uh, realm, at least she's not as big of a name.
2: Yeah, she was kind of my 6, 7. Actually, she was my 5 for a little bit. And then Same. I'm like, you know what? I Unless I see her or, or see the film pop up more, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. It, it, it doesn't. I don't see the momentum for Licorice Pizza. Although, you know, we'll, we'll get into it more later. It but, could really go either way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 5, Gaga. Same. That's my 4.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean... She could miss, but I think it's also when in doubt, big name, it's 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 a little hard to resist. Four, Jessica Chastain. Same. Not on my list. She's vulnerable. Three, Olivia Coleman. She's my two. That's my two. Yeah, she's two or three. She's very, very safe. My two could be the two, could be the one, could be
1: the five, could be the six. Kristen Stewart, Spencer. She's my one still. I'm, I'm holding on to hope. Same here. I mean, we'll s- yeah. see what happens with
0: with with uh, BAFTA. Um, we won't. By the time you're hearing this, you will know BAFTA. Um, a miss there, and she is wobbly.
2: It, it, on it's, nomination it, morning. It, it's painful because I, you know, and I try not to get political. I have no like, you know, skin in the game, but. You watch that performance and like shit, you know, like she truly disappears and you're watching a a very well-known figure and you're watching a very well-known actress and you forget about both for a while and you're just watching this performance and this like, oh, it's amazing what she does and it's a shame that whatever is getting in the way of it is getting in the way. It's like, I mean, I don't know that I can predict her to
0: win anymore short of, um, a BAFTA win, but until proven otherwise, I do think she's too. And my one is Nicole Kidman.
2: I look at my four and uh, my five and, and she is she's my winner. It's like
1: I have Kidman one. I imagine you guys ever two. She's my five or three. She's my. Three. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I think, mean, I think if Stewart misses, which I hate to say it, but it's looking more likely than it previously had, uh, then I'm thinking Coleman is the one who wins.
2: Yeah, a tie. Maybe Coleman's my one then. That would be an interesting race.
0: It's a better race with Stewart in it, though. Agreed. All right, mm-hmm. actor. Definitely. Let me give you my my, uh, my 11. Is Simon Rex. It's not going to happen,
1: but he gives a better performance than many of the 10 to come. In fact, all of the 10, in my opinion. I, I wouldn't go that far, but it is a phenomenal performance in a film that otherwise didn't quite land for me. Which, again, goes back to if they had just hammered home that movie, A24, I
0: think you could have made him the 5. And that would have been a real fun, like, first-timer nomination, but... Alas, thing I is, I
2: think Bradley I think Cooper, they should narrow the scope of what they're trying to, you know, uh, campaign or, or for. Have a
0: scope at all? They didn't really do anything. Uh, Bradley Cooper and Ali is my ten. I don't have him. He's my six. I, I mean, six-ish. I don't think he's getting in, but he's got seventeen nominations already. Like he happens.
2: I I had him at four, and then I'm like, shit. You know what? He's gonna get the. Uh, Licorice Pizza supporting, and then that's going to push him out. Yeah. So that that's kind um,
1: of where I'm leaning is that the that sort of goodwill, similar to what could happen with Ben Affleck. You know, he got he has the benefit of the Last Duel sort of pushing him along. Yeah. I think Bradley Cooper's potentially wobbly supporting actor play is strengthened by Nightmare Alley. Totally. Also, imagine if Affleck got in for the Last Duel. Oh, I'd love it. Th- that
2: would be, be funny. That
1: I think it's the better performance, frankly.
0: Uh, i don't but i think it's the more it's close they're both phenomenal they're both nomination worthy uh my nine is nicholas cage and pig he needed that sog nomination he did not get it same same i would love to see it but yeah eight joaquin phoenix come on come on he's my 10 i just just so quiet that movie yeah except for that maybe screenplay thing so here's the seven that i think are, are worth talking about my seven is peter dinklage that movie, they are determined to keep from getting nominated or existing. And I say, shame on you,
2: shame
1: on you. Yeah, I do not it's understand this campaign.
2: It, sh- it should walk uh, away with an Oscar. Week. It should walk away with best song.
1: Yeah, I don't know why that's well, not happening either. Uh, I still they, have him in, in my gone. five, but he's at five. He's like probably not going to get it, but I, I'm still holding out.
2: I I want him in my on the bubble, but I just don't understand. Like it, it, that film disappeared makes no
0: sense yeah, to it's me it's coming out at the end of ne- of this month yeah. now as opposed well done to last month or now yeah my number six Leonardo DiCaprio he's my seven not on my list it will be an interesting display of is a movie star just able to get in or not he's not bad in the movie oh but no I think I, he's I'm very just, good I'm in very it. curious yeah
1: so my number five is Javier Bardem he's my six but he's very like he's the one who's probably going to get in if Dinklage doesn't he has the most momentum of anyone, really, right now.
2: I, I have three floating around the 5-6. I have two that I believe can happen and one that I wish could happen. Bardem, Cooper, and Dev Patel. Dev Patel being the one That's I fair. wish.
0: Uh, I don't even think I have – I don't have Dev Patel in
2: my 20. Uh, yeah, I don't see it happening. <laughs> yeah.
1: I have one who I don't think is in anyone's five, but he's at my eight, and it's, it's more wishful thinking than anything, but – if Drive My Car somehow becomes this runaway hit that we're not expecting, then I have a hitatoshi Nishijima. Honestly, so I right could see that.
2: I had him. I had him like at, at my six seven ish. I think I. That's that's a narrative that could happen. You know, it's unlikely, but if it happens, I, you know, I, I could I can hear the headlines
0: because I sure. mean, it goes back to those those conversations before about the left field nominations Yes, yeah. um, four. I have Denzel. Same. Same. I think he is the most locked-in number four I've ever seen. Um, three, I have Andrew Garfield. I have Same. him at two. Two, I have Cumberbatch. Two, I have, I have Will Smith. I have uh, Cumberbatch
2: Ooh.
1: at three. And I have Will Smith at one. I have Will Smith at one, two, but I gotta say, I don't think it's as sewn up for him as the narrative originally suggested. I genuinely think this is a very potentially you know tight race between smith garfield and cumberbatch and i think any Uh, one of the three of them could potentially get it
2: exactly nail on the head i think actually i'm thinking leaning toward garfield i have cumberbatch at one will smith i don't see him missing but i said will smith is my lone uh king richard nomination
0: so i think there's a decent chance will smith loses bafta because they're let's say problematic with race um and the question will be how he does at SAG. The interest, the most interesting permutation is Cumberbatch and Garfield split SAG-BAFTA. So it's one has SAG, one has BAFTA, Will Smith has Globe. And then where do you go? I'm not counting
2: the Garfield Globe. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I have a feeling we're going to see Garfield with an Oscar in his hand.
0: I think if if that scenario happens, I think Will Smith still wins. I think if Garfield takes BAFTA and SAG, I think there's your switch. There's your Eddie Redmayne, Michael Keaton switch.
1: But I don't know. I could see, especially if um, Power of the Dog does well in some of the other big categories, I could just as easily see it going to Cumberbatch. I mean, same thing. Cumberbatch wins BAFTA and, and SAG. Know, He's number one.
2: But I see Cumberbatch getting, I see Power of the Dog winning those other categories. They said, hey, you know what? Let's spread the wealth garfield yeah the you know uh, uh the heart of the if spoiler alert the heart of the most recent spider man film i think we're safe now yeah i know just in case well, also, some i already people said it earlier not a- yeah. Yeah. okay well still just in well, case listen, in case you skipped I mean, over i mean but yes so but I, mean, I think garfield has a lot of love this year he is yeah. uh pointing out how versatile versatile he is as an actor uh and cumberbatch I think is one that can be kind of swept under with all the love for the film. they say, hey, we gave it, you know, uh, cinematography, we gave it picture, we gave it director. So
1: we don't need to also give it actor.
2: Yeah, that's definitely fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know, I, I mean, think Garfield is kind of the sleeper in right here. I
0: that's, What I what I think, before we go on to director, is a lot depends on the precursors. I think Will Smith winning BAFTA will lock it up for him. I think if he doesn't win BAFTA, it's not a huge deal, but if he wins back it's a huge deal. I think he needs at least one thing. He can't go in with just globe. I think his benefit is also if they split. The better, bigger a split, the more it helps. But we will see. I want to well, nomination morning. We might have a better idea because we'll also start looking at like nomination counts and things. I cannot wait for director, nomination morning. Mm, director
1: thirteen. Sean Heater Coda. Wish it. Wish she was higher up. I do too. I have her at nine. I think I don't mm. think she'll. It'll happen, but it's one of those. It's the what's his fucking name from the Imitation Game, Myron Morin Tildum, Morton Tildum, Morton Tildum. Tild- My, it was something. My Myron yeah, Tildum is a is in a Woody Allen movie. I think sure, <laughs> but you know it's one of those like nobody's like actually expecting it, but it just kind of sneaks in there. But it, especially if Coda sort of overperforms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twelve, Ronaldo Marcus Green,
0: King Richard. Nope. Yeah, I don't I don't think so, but I do think King Richard's gonna do better than I perhaps want it to. Um eleven, Adam McKay. Don't look up. I don't have him. Nope. Yeah, but we they, they seem to love him. Ten, Almodovar. I don't have him. Nope. Nine, Joel Cohen. He's my ten. No. Nope. Eight. Guillermo del Toro. Don't have it. That, that's my six. Seven, Maggie Gyllenhaal. She's also my seven.
2: Now my I'm, seven I'm
0: switching my positions. My number one is Jane Campion. Same. Same. My number two is Kenneth Branagh. Same. Same.
1: My three is Denis Villeneuve. Same. Nope. PTA for me. My four is PTA. My four is also PTA. Spielberg.
0: Steven Spielberg is my number
1: six. Oh, oh, Joey, I think we're on the same uh, wavelength here because he's my six as well. The my five is Hamaguchi. Is, is five for me. Yeah, my five is Hamaguchi. Yeah, I have Hamaguchi five as well. I think he's going to get in. I could, I could even see a situation where Drive My Car misses Best Picture and he still gets into Director. Definitely. Yeah.
2: Definitely. It's going to be think... an interesting morning, that's for sure.
1: The question I've had all along
0: is if we are to believe and there's no reason not to that the academy especially the director branch has enough of a foreign bent an international bent I'm sorry that an international filmmaker is almost always going to be at least in the conversation the first question to ask is does Danny Villeneuve still count of course he considered an american like blockbuster a lister if he counts maybe that's the vote if that segment of the voting block doesn't look at that then I would imagine at this point Hamaguchi has really sort of coalesced the vote more so than an Elmodovar. Pablo Lorraine was in the same sort of boat as a Villeneuve. How do you define him? And like Ascar Farhadi is probably the only other one of that group in the conversation and, and they're not even close.
1: I mean all I would say to that is that – In terms of how you define it, generally speaking, it's like whether it's considered an international film, like Villeneuve is an international director, but Dune is definitely not an international film.
0: Oh, yeah, I think I think for the most part,
1: it leans that direction.
0: Because if you remember uh, Palo Palikowski getting in, exactly, they didn't care that Roma was was already in. That's not it's not it's not the consideration. And Again, they're not a monolith. But, you know, here we are. All right. Picture, I will quickly uh, mention Spider-Man is 19, if anyone has that one higher.
2: Number one. Oh, wait, <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were talking box office.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, 16, No Time to Die. Those are the ones that I talked about last week. like if PGA cited either, I thought they might be in.
1: Oh, so, uh, yeah. If they don't have any PGA here, love, it's definitely not happening here. Yep. So here we go. Here's the 15 films competing for the 10 slots.
0: My 15 is Nightmare Alley. That's my 14.
2: That's my 8.
1: My 14 is House of Gucci. I don't have it. I refuse to have it. Out. My 13 is Tick Tick Boom. I have that as number 8. That's 11.
0: Again, this is subject to some tinkering. My 12 is The Tragedy of
1: Macbeth. That's also my 12. That's my 10 my 11 is the lost daughter that's my 13 12
0: so here's my 10 which I will add is 9 out of 10 from the PGA lineup I think going 10 out of 10 is never a smart bet my 10 is drive my car same
2: it's nine so
0: essentially I've swapped out tick tick boom for drive my car
2: I, I did nine I swapped you. out nightmare alley for drive uh, for
0: tick,
1: tick mm. boom or vice versa
2: yeah
1: my nine is being the Ricardo's that's my eleven. That's the one I'm swapping for. Drive my car.
2: Okay. That does not make it for me. That's my tragedy of Macbeth.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I would love my tragedy
1: eight. Of Macbeth to get in. <laughs> my eight is don't look up. That's my nine. That's my eight. Seven
0: is King Richard. Same.
2: Not mine. Licorice pizza.
1: Six is licorice pizza for me. Same for me. Five is Dune. That's my three.
2: West Side Story.
1: My four is West Side Story. West Side Story is my five. And here are the three I think
0: are actually in conversation for Best Picture. Three is Coda. That's my four.
2: That's my one.
0: Coda, that pick up a pick up a big win. It could happen, uh-huh. but it needs a win. I don't think it has any chance if it doesn't go in with a big win under its belt. I agree.
2: I, I think that's a film out of gotcha. all the films out there that people are discovering still and i think i oh, yeah. think that's what's working in its favor is like i still don't know many people outside of film you know critics and and film awards related people who have seen it and but then when they do, everyone's like, "Oh man, that I love that film." And I think it's well. Here's it could keep gaining momentum while a lot of these films have like you know have peaked and they're going to be where they are. I think Coda could be that one that sneaks up and and, and finds a rail well, and goes for the win. It's
0: going to have a chance because it's going to go up against Belfast. at mm-hmm. SAC. <clears throat> and Belfast is sort of a you know hasn't had a signature win yet to to become a winner. So. That SAG ensemble lineup, Belfast or Coda is going to make its play. Ah. My number two is the Power of the Dog. Same here. Um, same. Um, power of the Dog is going go with plenty of wins, and if it can pick, you know, it could pick up PGA. Maybe it's probably going to win DGA. Like if it wins BAFTA, and BAFTA is a weird one, just because I don't know how they're going to feel about Belfast. It, it has a chance. It's it's interesting that this could be the Netflix film. The one that, like, six months ago, I think we were all kind of thinking, well, this isn't going to be the one. It'll maybe get, like, a ton of nominations and win director and maybe win some acting prizes and do really well. But, like, this isn't going to be the picture one.
2: Like, maybe this is. You have to remember last year's BAFTA. It was not 2019's BAFTA. It was 2021's BAFTA. You know, the nominations were, were you know, much wider scope than yeah. ever before. So. You know, that's why I'm like, I'm not sure where BAFTA fits in as much because it's unpredictable.
0: It's not. No one thing fits in. Yeah. Because like I have BAFTA, at, I have Belfast at one still. But same. like I said, I just, I don't think they, they haven't had a signature win. And no one has yet. PGA, that's the one you need to look at. SAG Ensemble, like I said, will be a feather in the cap of Coda or Belfast. BAFTA can go to any of those three. I don't. I would be shocked with Belfast uh, if BAFTA went to CODA. But, you know, you're going to start to put things together. And I don't know that you're going to have uh, one that's got everything. I think the closest thing would be Power the Dog picks up everything except SAG. And if Belfast has SAG, there's your one-two. I do wonder if CODA picks up SAG, if maybe that's the better position for an upset. I don't know that I could ever predict it. But that might
2: be the, the way to go. My go big or go home is uh, King Richard will get Will Smith's nomination, and that's it. I figured. Not even a uh, um, uh, song? <clears throat> oh, yeah, a song. Uh, although I don't like right. the song. <laughs> it's not for I me. Did, okay, no. so that's not my big go. That's my go semi go medium or, or stay at a motel. Uh, <laughs> Is is that what happens at your house? If you only have a semi, you gotta have to go to a hotel. <laughs> that's that's what she says. Hey, listen, she runs
0: a type ship. There. I'm going to the road um, button in a few minutes. There you go. Um, all right, let's wrap up. Say where you could be followed, and tell me one nomination that would make you very happy, and one thing that would make you very sad on Tuesday morning. Uh, Miles, you can you can. Just reiterate
1: your Jared Leto <laughs> issue. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like a broken record here. Uh, you can find me on both Twitter and Letterboxd at Miles on Film. That's M Y L E S on Film. Please check out my short films, American Exorcist and Once Upon a Dracula. They're both on YouTube under Aftershock Pictures and Chase Capo, respectively. Um, I mean, I could try, I mean, I would love to see Drive My Car sort of perform as well as we've been talking about uh same with tragedy of Macbeth*. uh but in terms of individual nominations i would love to see jeffrey wright get in and i'd be very annoyed if jared leto got in for and i've said it before and i'm going to say it again the worst performance (laughs) i have ever seen that has been under serious awards consideration
2: you should look at his filmography you know there might be some others on there that you're forgetting
1: Oh, no. This takes the cake.
0: Oh, my God. I want – I almost want him to get nominated so they can offer us him again as an interview opportunity, and I assign Miles. I won't show up. I won't do it. Oh, uh, it would be so funny.
2: Um, Steve, you're up. All right. Find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at FilmStork. You can also listen to uh, my other podcast, The Verse, which actually you can see featured on Awards Radar where we cover – Pop culture, the cinematic universes, uh, everything from ma- Peacemaker and Boba Fett to uh, going back in time to revisit The Lord of the Rings. So uh, check did that out. Did you say Pizza Maker pizza, almost? Yes, I almost did. I'm, I'm eating crackers this whole damn time. That's what I do to stay awake. Uh, so Pizza Maker, <laughs> it's a new series on uh, the Domino Network. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Uh-huh. Peacemaker. Check those out. And I would love to see in any category the green knight or pig show up Mm, i don't expect it but both are uh definitely worth your your... I, i can't shake the feeling
0: that original score is on the table
2: i I would love to
0: see it it's just that could be the outer left field one honestly
2: we we, you have so many great films that like after the academy award nominations come out like that's it we don't talk about them for years Mm -hmm. and then they have to work their way back up yeah exactly we don't talk about bruno but they have to work their way back up and then like they Mm -hmm. become part of the conversation the film conversation amongst true uh uh, appreciators of of the, the art and uh and i think that's one of them so that's um and i don't like to punch down or to to attack anybody. So are you implying that miles is a, a buff? No, no, no. Jared Leto he's punching down. No, no. I'm, I'm saying, I, I don't mean, like, I I'll, I'll imply that <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with his choice. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's not, not where my brain sits. Usually I don't, I often find things to eh, appreciate no, and fine. things that even if people dislike it, I go like, I don't know what they're trying to do. They didn't succeed. So, uh, if I have to pick one, I'm gonna go with song. I'm gonna go with "Be Alive." Not a huge fan of it. There are better songs out there. Let it' you know. The thing is, though, the better songs aren't even in the short list. So, yeah, it's a, that's true. It's a little broken. Um,
0: before I give mine quickly, your 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 pizza maker thing made me think of something very funny a couple of days ago. Pepper. Did either of you watch wrestling in the 90s? Yes, of course. So, I've been showing my girlfriend um, because she has Peacock. They have all the WWE stuff. So they have a documentary series about the Monday Night Wars, about WWF and WCW, which has been a lot of fun. And I always liked McFoley, who I interviewed mm-hmm. last year on the site. And the episode on him, you know, talked about Mankind, Cactus Jack, dude love, all that. And like an hour or so. Yeah. She was thrilled. She liked that stuff. Then also very stunned when like The Godfather and Val Venus, she was like, so there was a pimp and a porn star yeah. on this children's program i'm like there was um but like an hour or two later she wanted to bring up mankind but she called him meat eater <laughs> and uh, and that was almost as good as pizza maker um to the point where i wish i was still in contact with foley just to be like i i just need to tell you this and for the like, record it tickled me i did not say pizza maker i know but it sure sounded yeah. like to me but also, we all might be hungry. Yeah, exactly. Um all right, let's let's wrap up. You can follow me at Joey Maggotson, and all those channels. You can follow Awards Raider on most of them. Um I was gonna ask you guys your favorite wrestler, but I also spoiled it by saying McFoley for me. Um I would be absolutely delighted if Simon Rex got in, it won't happen. I think the most realistic one that I can hang a hat on would be Affleck. Um and also, at this point, I feel like I should say Kristen Stewart, just because, goddamn. Um, to that point, if either of those don't happen, I would be very upset. Um, I agree, there's not really one that would happen that would make me upset. I think Jared Leto is a stupid nomination, and I just don't get throwing away your vote, essentially. Like, he's not going to win. Yeah. Um, but that's that's more of a systematic thing. Like, I, the sort of group think of, like, oh, I like that movie. Let me tick off a couple of boxes, as opposed to, like, I'm sure if you thought about it, and watched Mass. One of them will probably make your lineup. Well, why not both Belfast guys? Or why not? You know, you could start going down the list and really picking out like they don't have a chance. But you, you said you really liked, and you pull out the movie and go, well, why not this person? And that's just sort of how it
2: goes. And so we'll, we'll see. You can pick several nominees from the same film in the same category. Totally.
0: You know, I mean, if you—that's where I'll, I, it's kind of funny. Like if someone. It was like, eh, House of Gucci, whatever, but they nominate Leto. But they had um, Don't Look Up and Picture a Director, Screenplay, all that. Like, no one in that supporting cast tickled your fancy.
2: Yeah.
0: No no Jonah Hill, no Tyler Perry, no Rob Morgan. Like, all these opportunities, you just, I just don't get it. Hmm. If you really love House of Gucci, like, God bless, do what you gotta do. But um, some of the, those, like, I don't know. I, that's the least fun part of, a, of the Academy is when they all just kind of, like, defer to something which goes to like oh you guys kind of are vaguely indifferent to Macbeth, but denzel's getting in on the performance being great but also rep but you're not going anywhere else on it that's that's a larger discussion for another time we will be back next week talking about the nominations and we'll see how we all did um my final predictions will be up on friday um just because i can't i can't go up to the last minute i might tinker after that but i need to like put up final predictions so what I say here is not necessarily final. It might be. And, uh, yeah, by the time you're listening to this, I believe BAFTA will have announced. So pay attention to that. And, uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be off to the races. So in the meantime, you know, stay safe. Don't get COVID. And uh, don't be Aaron Rodgers, I guess. I don't know. Still enjoying the fact that he's out. But, yeah, stay safe. And uh, we will be back uh, next week. To talk about Tuesday's big Oscar nominations. Thanks for listening everyone, because by the way, it's been uh, really, the last week or so has been huge for the site numbers-wise, so uh, keep coming back, guys and ladies.
2: Bye, everybody. Good night, and God bless Pizza Maker. There you go. Thanks for
0: listening. Be sure to subscribe and to visit awardsradar.com for the best in awards and entertainment content.